my name is Phil Williams and I'd like to welcome you to Audio Angling, the podcast site of fishingfilmsandfacts.co.uk. Danny Parkins, who I'm linking up with here, in angling terms at least, leads something of a double life. At the highest level, you're well known on both the freshwater and the saltwater scene. Your development work on light and heavy rock fishing, particularly with soft lures for big ballon ras, places you very firmly in the sea angling camp, while both your love of and your catch record for big perch and pike has you on the fresh water list of angling reeds too. I suppose in some ways, particularly with pike on lures and rock fishing, there is some level of overlap, neither of which form the basis of this particular interview. The subject here is night fishing. Not exactly the first thing that jumps to mind when thinking about a session for big pike. Night piking, not something that everyone thinks of can kind of be a bit confusing when you see people going out with lures at night. Well, pike do feed exceptionally well at night, and I've caught numerous fish after dark, and I'll be honest with you, when I was first introduced to it by a good friend of mine, Adrian Jacobs, I thought he was talking a load of rubbish. I thought, well, what are we doing? Taking my pike gear out, my summer surface lures and spinnerbaits out at night, and I can tell you now, straight away, on the very first session, I had one of the best surface lure sessions I've ever had, I think. It just worked. It was infectious. When you're out there on the water and you get that moonlit night and you've got the moonshine all over the water and people literally think, how do you see what's going on? Well, with that moonlight on the water, you can literally see everything. Your eyes get attuned to it. And for me, there's nothing more infectious than casting a surface lure on a moonlit water and seeing a huge bow wave charge up behind your lure. And at that time, is it £5 or is it £25? And then boom, they take the lure off the top. And within five minutes of doing it with my friend, I was hooked, and I haven't stopped doing it since. When you look at a pike, the body shape, markings and positioning of the eyes on top of the head, everything cries out ambush feeder. I'm seeing a lot of these fish on a daily basis. I mean, in the summer months, most evenings I'm out pike fishing, and I would say at night they change. You're almost seeing an active hunter. You're seeing bow waves charging, they're cruising up and down the middle... You're not seeing this sitting in the weeds hiding business. And I generally believe, I've done this for quite a while now, and I'm quite a knowledgeable angler. I like to investigate the situations rather than be a, a ignorance is bliss, they say. But I like to investigate this stuff. And what I've seen is, when you think about it, and I'll explain this now, it's kind of obvious. Big pike, in these gin-clear canals and streams, stick out like a sore thumb. Every fish within a million miles is going to see this pike sitting on the bottom or cruising down the middle. At night, when these roach and rudd are hiding underneath the bridges, they suspend themselves mid-water. We shone the torches on the water and they literally just sit there. At night, these fish can't see the pike. These pike will be hiding in the hedges in the day, and at night, out come these big wolves, and they literally hammer the fish, and you'll see it right in front of you. When you're fishing away, like I say, you can see all these fish moving around, charging up and down, and it's quite obvious that they do change their mindset at night. It's quite something to see. Before we start digging a little more deeply into the subject, perhaps now might be a good time to look at how you got to this point by doing a talk through your wider pike fishing credentials. Well, I started off fishing as a young lad. My dad's done it. My granddad was a fisherman. We moved up where I live, about 50 yards away from a canal when I was about three. So obviously it was a natural progression for us to go fishing. We'd go to the lakes with granddad and dad. And then... From sort of about five, six onwards, we used to go to the canal behind the house, and it literally is behind my house, and go fishing. So the instant and most easiest way, there was no bait, no tackle involved. I remember going up there and just spinning with my granddad or dad and my little brother Joe, and we'd go up there and we'd go spinning for pike and perch. 
My actual first fish I caught on my own was a jack pike. I remember this clear as day. It was only about two and a half, three pounds. But to me, being only that age, it was a monster. And that was me hooked. I've lure fished ever since. I'd probably say about 90% of my angling's lure. I tend to go with my dad sea fishing in the winter and stuff like that, and other friends, but my first calling is lure fishing always. It has been right from a young age. All the way through my teens, I grew up, like I say, living next to the canal. After school in the evenings, weekends, straight up to the canal, fishing surface lures. I used to order my lures from a UK company called Harris Angling back in the day. I used to catch lots and lots on American imports, your standard Rapalas, save my pocket money up. And that was kind of where it went from there. It just got worse and worse and worse. My addiction to catching pike on lures became a bit of a craze. Every bit of spare money I had, pocket money. And then when I left school, part-time jobs. And it was all mad about pike fishing. And then later on in my teens, I guess I progressed into more of the expert level, catching quite large pike on the Tiverton Canal, the Exeter Canal, and all the Mid-Devon venues. I've had venue records in both the Tiverton and Exeter Canal. I've had 22 pike over £20. That's not including two wild 30-pounders, which to the pike angler is quite impressive. These aren't trout water fish. These are from rivers, canals and small drains. Right up to present day where I still continue to try and pike fish once a week. While doing that, obviously I've caught lots of big chub. I've caught lots of big perch. Perch to £4.4, chub to £6.12. The chub was actually at night while pike fishing, <laughs> so there's a bycatch when you did that. So Yes, I'm very lucky where I live. I have a lot of water around me, and because I'm an outdoor lad, it's just easy for me to go and catch these fish. So, yeah, that's kind of my pike fishing history, as it stands at the moment. 22 over 20 and 230s, which to anyone is quite impressive. So, Right, back to the night fishing. So are we talking here only of fishing with lures, which I know is your specialist technique, or might there also be scope for fishing on after dark with live or dead baits? Yeah, I'm aware of a lot of guys will night fish with deads a pike. As you said, it's not something I do myself, but I know a lot of guys will fish, say, the likes of Xander and Pike on the Severn and Avon and things like that. It can be a very successful method, and I think that goes back to what I said, is these big pike are coming out at night. They're not having to sit in a weed bed at night. They can actively prowl without everything seeing them. Uh, yes, I do believe there is a market, and I generally do believe, like I said, when I first started this, I thought it was a wind-up, but it generally is a fantastic method of catching pike, and any predatory fish I found at night, the results are dramatically different. The consistency and the average size of fish vastly improves, so yes, I would advise anyone, dead baiting, live baiting, where allowed, and for me, first and foremost, lure fishing, night fishing for me is definitely the way forward. What in effect you're saying then, is that out of all the other potential approaches to pike, lures, especially after dark, have the potential to outfish them all. Oh, 100%, yeah, yeah. I could take you to some of the Somerset Levels drains and some of the canals around here, and you stick your dead baits out, and I'll go with lure fishing. I would outfish you numerous times. It really is that effective. You have sections where you'll fish where you, as long as you're not spooking them, you're not shining your light on the water, that in every single swim you're getting a chase, a hit, or you hook a fish. It really is that mad. I say, within five minutes of me doing it, I was taken for life, and I'll never look back, so. Now for the question I know everyone will be willing me to ask. Your lures. What's in your collection? Which are your favourites? And which lures would you advise people to avoid? I fish a lot of these shallow water venues, which, in the summer, weed up heavily. I live in Devon, it's quite warm down here. Especially this season, the temperatures are mental already. So, I'm trying to stick 
to weedless fishing lures or lures with a single hook or just one hook where I'm not going to snag weed all day long because I'm trying to cast into lily pads and cast into the rushes at the bottom of weir pools. So lures that have less hooks, I don't want to be chucking a lure that's got three trebles on it because for me it's just a recipe for disaster. Size of lure, I've caught them on anything from three inch moss bosses all the way up to 10 inch wake baits, which are more your jerkbait style angling at night. I've also had great success on other venues fishing sort of bulldog and eel style lures 10 and 12 inches long. But for me, not too big. And people think, oh, it's going to be pitch black. Their senses are going to be tuned into vibrations. Now, I find that opposite. I want a more subtle bait. I don't want a huge big popper that's spluttering and splattering across the surface and creating all sorts of havoc. It just doesn't work. You want that nice subtle, because at the end of the day, the saying is match the hatch. I want a little frog or a little mouse that just ripples across the surface, trying to be as quiet as possible so everything doesn't want to eat it. And they are the most successful baits. Let's say we use the term wake baiting, where you, you're creating a wake just underneath the surface. And that's the most deadly and effective way. So four to five inch lures that don't make as much fuss as palaver as what you think you should be making and you'll catch straight away. So but the key is just to not overwork the lures and if you just straight wind them in and you will get the takes. And you always fish them out or close to the surface. Yeah, generally on the surface. When it's a little bit cooler, early season and late season, like I say I tend to do more wake baiting, which will be subsurface. It's sort of less than six inches of water, in it, which will just disturb the surface. You'll get a lot of fish like that. I should imagine that the rods, reels and lines used for night lure fishing are the same as what they are for the daylight stuff, but your thoughts and advice on the various options available would still be welcome nonetheless. Also, any advice on specific ancillary equipment? For me, it's identical gear. I fish solely with bait casters for pike. I'm fishing £30 braids solely just so I can get the lures out of the snags. I don't want to be losing £10-£15 lures up trees and in the banks. On some of the venues I fish on the Somerset levels, you have cattle fences right on the edge of the water, and you'll be surprised how many people I take out. They sling a lure to the other side, not because obviously you struggle to judge distance at night, and you hear a clink, and they've just thrown it in a cattle fence. And so, uh, yeah, you've got to be careful. I tend to use short pokey, less than seven foot rods, 30 pound braid, bait casters for myself, because it's just natural, that's what I've always used. And people say, oh, you hear these horror stories back in the day of bait casters, of birds' nests and tangles and taking weeks to learn how to use it, which is utter rubbish. They are such friendly reels to use, and I would ask anyone that wants to take up lure fishing to try it. Ten minutes in the field or in a bay casting a lure, you'll be casting a lure onto a bucket-sized hole at 20 yards every cast. They're a pleasure to use, and they make no difference at night. The principles are still there. When you hear or see the lure hit the water, you thumb the spool down. But obviously, the majority of people want to use fixable reels as well. There's no right or wrong, it's down to what the angler wants to use. Everyone has a reason why they use Macbook Baitcaster or whether they use a fixable, so it's just what you're comfortable with using at the end of the day. You are in the dark, so you can't just be shining your light on everything, so you want to use a rod and reel that you're comfortable with and you, you know how it behaves, and that would be just my advice for that. And when you have a fish beaten, in theory, the netting, handling, disclosure and all the rest will be the same as in the daytime. But is it really as simple as that? Of course, yeah. And you get that saying with anything. In the dark, everything is a little bit more mysterious. So your senses are heightened immediately just because of the surroundings you're in. So obviously pike fishing, you get a big pike, the excitement's there. You want a good sized net and on a hooking mat and your hooking tools. Everyone wears a headlamp. I also carry a headlamp on my strap of my bag. They, we don't shine them on while we're fishing, only for when you hook a fish. 
Everyone sticks their headlights on. There's two of you fishing, so you shine on the area. The other person nets. We bring the fish in on the unhooking mat, and you, you would use the standard tools. Be careful. Don't get caught up in the moment, the excitement of it, because it can be quite nerving. Especially, like I said earlier on, you get that bow wave, and you don't know whether it's £5 or £25, and they tend to be a lot bigger at night, so you could be catching PBs or big fish in the excitement of, of it being pitch black. So, yeah, Karma Collective, and obviously using exactly the same sort of gear, unhooking mats, large nets, um, tangle-free nets as well, the rubberized meshes. Uh, you want less palaver as possible. And then obviously, Karma Collective, and you shouldn't have any problems. It's, um, yeah, quite pleasurable. To give us some sort of flavour as to just how effective night fishing can be, talk us through some of your more memorable catches, specimens, and dare I say it, cock-ups too. Yeah, yeah, well, we've had quite plenty of those. Um, well, I've been out, uh, I was about my second season of doing it, and we're talking probably ten years ago. We were fishing up the Grand Western Canal, and cast out there, it was just getting dimpsy light, and we, we were going to move on to Chubb, which is also night fishing. So we were going to just finish the night out, just as it got dark, and then half-hour drive to the river where we were going to go chub fishing. We got to this bay, which is a known pike bay. My friend Adrian cast out his plug, and uh, it was a moss boss lure that he had on. I had this huge swirl and a bit of a bow wave, and we're like, oh, that's a big fish. You could just tell. The whole bay erupted, and uh, we're like, right, okay. So he put on a jitterbug, which is a, a type of plug which pitter-patters across the surface, a bit like a mouse or a duckling. One treble on the back rather than a single hook of the moss boss. Cast out to the other side, and <laughs> instantly the water erupts like a crocodile diving in. The take was like chucking a Labrador in. It was a badoosh. He ha- hooks it on. The rod loops over. The drag screams off. It's underneath the tree. He's swearing like a trooper with a headlight on, with a trip over the landing net get into position and he's playing this fish all the way in and it's making these huge long runs it's pitch black at night we still haven't seen this fish yet we know obviously we've caught thousands of pike between us we know it's a monster we get it right to the net and there it is and we're like oh my god that's massive well over 25 pounds it spooks by light and bombs off again we get it halfway in and ping i was like oh what i mean oh the hook's pulled Reels in, no trace and everything's gone. The knot had gone above the trace. Lure and all, we were gutted. I mean, not only is it a nice lure, you've, we've now just left a massive pike in a very weedy venue with a lure in its mouth. So at this time, we're gutted. Nothing you could do about it. Had a bit of a sulk. Now, I went up two days later, and this is God honest truth, casting a swim further down, the next swim from the bay. Boom! Hooked the fish again. Knew it was a massive fish. Got all the way in. It led me a right song, a dance outside of the net and my friend nets it in and there it is the pike that I've just caught in my net hanging outside of its mouth Adrian's jitterbug and yeah it was weighed in it was just shy of 26 pounds couldn't believe it I mean chance of a lifetime yeah we caught the pike that he'd lost two nights before still with his lure in its mouth so, and it was always a joke at the time we weren't going to tell him we were going to wrap it up and give it to him for Christmas that year and say this was the lure at your fish and then give him a photograph of it but yeah, that'll always be a fond memory for me, would be what happened that night, and I'll, I'll never forget it, and the, the excitement of it, so that'd be my uh, funny cock-up story, which turned good in the end. What about red letter sessions in terms of numbers of fish? Yeah, we've had days where, like I've said, the fishing is predominantly better. The average jumps up higher, you're talking sort of 10 to 20 pike a session each, and some of them can be massive. I mean, the average in the day on one of our venues, for instance, is two to three pound jacks all day long, and you'll get 30 fish each in a day. You fish it at night, the average goes up between eight and 10 pounds, and you'll get about half, 10 to 15 fish, but you can pretty much guarantee most of them 
are sort of over that magic eight pound mark. Scraper doubles every single one. And to most people that are fishing, especially down around here, you get those sort of numbers of fish. And for every single one of them to be a, a scraper double up to twenty pounds, it is mind blowing on light gear. And I'm gonna say the biggest I've seen cooked was just shy of thirty pounds. It was twenty nine two by a friend of mine called Martin. I've had two in the twenties. I had a 19.6, and I've had a few sort of high teens as well, all on the the light piking gear, so it can be very, very productive. And as, like I said earlier on in the interview, my biggest ever chub was caught at night while piking. That was £6.12, so you can get these awesome red-letter days. And you've got that excitement, like I said. You just do not know that that initial take and the bow wave and the smash of the lure, you just do not know what it is. Is it a chub? Is it a pike? Is it a monster of a pike? Is, is it a tiny jack? You just do not know, so and that, that always does it for me. At face value, darkness is darkness. But as we all know, it isn't as simple as that, because on some nights the moon might be out, while on others you could have cloud cover. Wind putting a ripple on the water might also have an effect, as might day versus nighttime temperatures. So what for you are the ideal conditions? The sort of evening when you think, yes, this is it. We're going to do well tonight. Dark as it can get. A lot of people think they see what we do, they hear what we do and they think moonlit nights so you can kind of see what you're doing, flat calm water and you think, oh, perfect. It's actually quite the opposite. I want a bit of ripple on the water. I want heavy cloud cover. I mean, I want pitch black. And I found that the most productive scenario to be in. I've also had good catching nights, tipping it down with rain. Very, very awful to fish in, cold and miserable and damp. But the pike just seemed to, I don't know whether it is, everything hunkers down. The moorhens, the ducks all hanker down in the hedges. So anything that's skipping across the top is just an obvious target for these fish. And nine times out of ten, you won't even get it caught or away across from the other bank and bang, pike on. So yeah, that's what I would go for. For me, I would stay clear of big moonlit nights. If I'm out there and I think, oh, I'm going to go out and I see a big full moon and not cloud in the sky, we still catch that. But it's a lot harder, and, and I think sometimes, I don't, we, we don't know, we've never really looked into this, but sometimes I think, if I can see the other bank clearly in moonlit, and these pike are that tuned in to pitch black at night hitting these lures, they sure as hell can see me. So I try to stay clear of that, and obviously, but you clothes, I wear dark clothes, I don't want to go out there with a high-vis jacket on so every bit of light shines off me and I stick out like a sore thumb, because you're just going to spook everything. So yeah, for me, pitch black at night, bit of a chop on the water, and I'll be a happy bunny to go out fishing. What about your choice of venue? I'm not looking for specific locations, but there must be a particular type of water that suits this style of fishing more than any other. So more a case of suggesting a starting point for other people wanting to go out and do the same. I'm looking for waters that are kind of sub 10 foot, 6 to 8 foot are about right with weed. All of my venues in the summer are heavily lily padded with big beds of weed in the middle. And what I found as well, which is an interesting point, in the summer's days, when you've got these heavily weeded waters, you have these weed beds and weed banks in the water, and they absorb the sunlight all day long. And then at night, you go fishing and you'll catch a bit of weed, you'll bring it in, and the weed is really, really warm. Considerably warmer than the outside, considerably warmer than the water. It stores that heat energy from the sun in the day, which makes the fish more active. And it's noticeable, when you get these hot summer days, the hotter the better in the day. If you can get that overcast, muggy, rather uncomfortable to fish in, sweaty weather, which is really, really warm, those night fishing times tend to be the best. And I believe it's those sort of venues. So the green streamer weed and the flowing waters in the bottom of weir pools, where you've got the alternated water with a big slack behind it, features like a lock or anything like that. All these sort of things will help. As I said, eight foot minus is about perfect. 
I've fished a few venues which are a lot deeper, and we have caught, but nowhere near the numbers that we catch in these shallow venues. And I think that's because you're more in the pike's face, and everyone knows if you get a pike aggressive by casting out, they take regardless. Stick to the small rivers, canals and drains, and ponds and lakes, as long as they're not too deep and they're not massive, then as far as what I've tried in the numerous venues I've fished all over the country, that's what I'm looking for. To sum things up then, should pike anglers be looking at night fishing as an occasional standby, a bonus, or as a real alternative to the daylight fishing? For me, and my personal feelings on it and what I've done over the years, I have almost neglected pike fishing in the day throughout the summer months now, solely down to how successful night piking is. I will go ras fishing or chub fishing in the day, and I will then wait till the evenings, I'll say go to a venue in the afternoon, fish for chub, perch in the day, and then clip on the lure, the big lures, pike lures, heavier traces for fishing at night. For me, I think people that aren't fishing at night are missing a trick. I didn't fish at night for nearly 10 years, more than 10 years, and was missing unbelievable amounts of fish. I mean, it really is that good, as long as you've got the clarity of water there. Well, that would be one thing I'd say, would be clear water venues. I mean, it hasn't been as successful in coloured water. If you're in a fairly clear venue and you've got warm summers, then get out there night piking. You will be surprised at what happens. I certainly was. And I'm not a, I wasn't a beginner. I wasn't a newbie to pike fishing. I've caught literally thousands of pike before that I was introduced to this method. And thankfully, due to this method, I've caught hundreds more. So, yeah, definitely a viable method. And I would recommend anyone to try it. Numbers and sizes aside, how do you rate it in terms of the excitement factor? Oh, yeah, blimey. What's more exciting for me than... That whole, in the dark anyway, so your senses are heightened, every noise that you hear is a bit creepy, it's totally and utterly awe-inspiring, the nerves kick in, it's pitch black, you're already excited, something's going to happen, and for me, when I'm casting a lure out, and I see, and they literally do, bow wave up behind the lure, like the Loch Ness Monster, and you think, oh my god, what on going to hit, and that anticipation... It's, wait, 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 and you're twitching and a nervous wreck, and nine times out of ten, it'll open its mouth, and you strike. You pull the lure straight out of the fish's mouth, and you, and you miss it. But at night, you can cast that lure back over it, and as long as you didn't hook that fish, or you didn't shine your torches all over it, you cast, and that fish will turn straight back round and nail that lure again. Because it hasn't seen you, you haven't seen it. Yeah, it's brilliant. What more can you ask for? So yeah, very exciting. And I think the fact that it is pitch black at night, your unfamiliar surroundings. It's not natural to be out there at night. All adds to it. So, yeah, highly recommend it. Well, you've certainly sold it to me. Yeah, definitely try it, Phil. Definitely try it. If you've got any clear venues near you, do it. You'll be gobsmacked. I'll find one somewhere, and so too, very likely, with a lot of other people after listening to this. So many thanks for sharing this information with us here. 